Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Oi. The boys on Footy Prime on occasion are known to use vulgarities and frankly appalling language. And sometimes tales are quite adult in nature. So keep the volume down if there are kiddies around. And thank you for listening. Oh, let's go! Booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. Booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. You know that we are the number one show. So grab your fucking mitts and now it's time to go. Cause it's the booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. It's the booty, booty, it's time to get this party started. With Danny, Jimmy, Greg, Donny, Jimmy, JC. You're listening to Footy Prime News and Such, your one-stop destination for footy news and such. Footy Prime, your almost daily footy fix. Well, that was a crab mash, wasn't it? <laughs> Overall crab mash, but listen, Canada played really well, but... uh. Guitar were not as advertised. We've been pumping guitar's tires for the last week, saying, oh, this will be a good challenge. Watch out for them. They were really good in the Gold Cup, and they just didn't show up today. But that's all right. Points are points. Well, points are points. Momentum's momentum. Goals are goals. Laren scored. He had to score. David scored again. That's important. So overall, it's a good performance. So it's fully prime. Sharman here. Craig's here and Wong is here. JC's here. Jimmy's here shortly. B is back from, from that vacation. I was so jealous of him going on. I mean, it looked great from the pictures. Okay, where were you? You told me that. You told me where you were going. I have no idea. I was in Las Vegas, buddy. Oh, that's right. Vegas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a while back, though, you mentioned that in fairness. Okay. I mean, it, I feel like in general, a lot of things I say don't get absorbed or, or processed, but that's fine. There's palm um, trees. There was palm trees. It was also uh, 37 degrees most of the time. It was the too busy- hot to, too hot to tan because you don't look tanned. Am I am I missing something? Longer. He's not ruining that nice skin of his. He's got 55 sunblock on. He's it's all white. His body's white covered in sunblock. You kidding? My body is tanned. My face is protected for the eventual reality. I hope one day that I can get on television again. Yeah. yeah. He doesn't want. He sees what's happening to me, and I'm like couple uh, years older than him. And then, oh, there's Jimmy. Look at his skin. He's all over the shop. He's got sun damage. <laughs> hey, Jimmy, how you doing, buddy? <laughs> yeah. Oh, as, as it works, Jimmy, as it works, right, I come back, uh, the, I get uh, 15 seconds of, oh, welcome back. And then, hey, how come you're not tanned, you pigment uh, problem? 
challenge. Where'd you, where'd you challenge, go? Challenge, yeah. I was where'd in Vegas. Submarine. <laughs> you see, see, Jimmy didn't know either. No one knew where you were. Is it is a, a week long submarine trip? I think you mentioned it once in a podcast about a month ago. <laughs> I probably didn't mention it on the podcast actually, but that's no. I don't remember him mentioning it on the podcast. Or I would have remembered. I didn't know he was in Vegas, I, but he probably went to. This is all a ploy. He went to Ripley's Aquarium for a week and slept under there. That's why he's not tanned. He was a mole man for a week and drawn. He didn't want the paparazzi following him. That's right. Did you gamble? Yeah, that was it. Uh, gamble? I gambled a little bit. I have. I am a cooler, boys. I gambling is not for me. So that's going to probably affect footy picks from here on out. But so well, we, we missed me. your opinion. We missed your uh, expertise. So we'll start with you, okay? Um, so break down. Like, who impressed you the most off Qatar today? Off Qatar? Mm. Um, I mean, just the fact that they didn't concede again. <laughs> I'll tell you this much. Um, you said off the top there that Gold Cup appearance. I I couldn't help but feel like when they went down two 0 I'm like, ooh, this is all part of the big ploy. They're going to come out and beat Ecuador six 0 in that opener. Right? They didn't want to show their hand against the best team in CONCACAF, everyone watching Lille's finest and Bayern Munich's finest. Qatar knows there's eyeballs. They can't give anything away. I hope you're right because the coach might get fired before the World Cup. You know, he's the only, him and Herdman are the only coaches that didn't play professionally. Felix Sanchez at the World Cup, unless there's any coaching changes before in the next 58 days. Well, he's been, he's Spanish, but he's been through the, the entire system in Qatar, right? From, um, the academy system, the underages, all the way up to where he is now. So it's been a good success story. Be pretty ruthless to fire him now. Mm. You're not going to do There's that. There's not one, one player that plays abroad, right? They all play domestically. Uh, all domestic, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. That? I mean, I'm telling you, I'm putting up CPL teams against their teams any day. Well, they played 30, the about they 30 games in the last uh, couple of years, right? They played a lot of football, though. They're a team. Well, that, that's what kind of concerned me, right? Because look at South Korea in 2002. They were no world beaters, but they went on a world tour and they were playing. They closed down the league. And for, for a couple of years, Gold Cup 2000, we had to beat them in a, a coin toss. <laughs> and then, uh, and then we, know, beat so them, our, we beat them for third place as well. That's right. You guys talk so much about rhythm, though, right? Rhythm as, as players. And, uh, and this is what makes international football so complicated but beautiful at the same time is you're so used to a, a certain time uh schedule your your body matches to that very quickly it, with all of these domestic based player domestic based players that play in qatar in these conditions where they have to have 9 p.m and 9 30 p.m kickoffs when you do make even the slight adjustment to do what they did today and now you're playing in an international setup that's gotta that's gotta screw things up a little bit right these short camps must be harder for teams like that Mm, definitely a challenge. I mean, they they played like it was fifty five degrees today. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it was walking pace. Like yeah. they they immediately dropped off. There was no pressure on the ball. Mm-hmm. So maybe it's, maybe it's part of that too. Then maybe they're so used to yeah playing fifty five degrees. <laughs> right. And I say this as someone coming from thirty seven degree weather, thinking, holy shit, when they put an MLS team here, it's going to be amazing. But where, whoever, where? I guess Nevada. Which well, is you were the, the oh, you're in Vegas, huh? right? <laughs> You forgot. Yeah. When when Vegas Villa turn up and become the next professional franchise in that uh, sports crazed city, it's not Sin City anymore, boys. It's it's Sports City. Um, I can't wait for there to be a team there. But if I was a local and I was a fan, yeah, get ready for 10 p.m. kickoffs because uh, mm-hmm. there's no way you can do it any earlier. 
or air-conditioned stadiums, or maybe they'll manufacture the weather like like Qatar promised when they got the World Cup to start with. Mm-hmm. We'll create clouds and storms and how much of a weather. carbon footprint is it? I think well, in the air air-conditioned stadiums. In, in nope. fairness to the environmentalists behind the Qatar bid, it was China, not Qatar charms that created clouds and wanted to manipulate the weather. No, Qatar said, we'll just do what we know and we'll just create more air conditioning. But we'll do it in an open air stadium and surprise the shit out of you. And then they realized, can't do it. Boys, we're moving into the winter and screwed everything else up for everybody. Yeah. 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 But it was a summer bid, remember? But well, the, the PIFA people in place at that time were too busy filling their pockets from Russia and Qatar. To- yeah. Well, that's why the likes of TSN and the, these networks got basically a freebie to air that World Cup. Yeah. Because 26. Yeah. The freebie yeah. they got yeah. is, was 26. But which is way bigger now when you consider that it's at home. Yeah, of course. Of for, course. For oh, 26. Yeah, because they, they assumed they were going to be getting a Summer World Cup. And their holiday programming is kind of thrown. All those yeah. best of shows we're going to be missing now. Oh, damn. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, damn. We're going to miss the best ofs. <laughs> no, but you know what? Like, going back to football, playing, you know, Craig, when you, you were saying there that the, the tempo of the game was so, it was very slow, wasn't it? Walking pace at times. But it's not going to be the case when they're playing the European teams. Mm-hmm. No, that's a thing. That's a that's a downside of that that opposition today. And what happened was that uh, the best take I could get out of that was the missed opportunities that you can't fuck around in front of net. You're going to get one chance like that against these sides that are going to play in the World Cup, and you have to be lethal and ruthless in front of net. And they weren't, and they should have done that. So that's my take from it. But it wasn't a lot else because they're not going to face a team that sits back in a block, are they, Jimmy? No. Because I'm, I'm telling you, Belgium's not going to sit back and say, "Okay, come on, Canada, come get us." Not Croatia's a chance. Not going to say, "Come get us." There's no way. There's no way. That's why you know when you're watching a game, it's almost too easy for Canada, wasn't it? Just knocking it about and just passing mm-hmm. around and walking. Yeah, I mean that's a good point. I mean, as a player, I mean, was that not the ideal build-up? I mean, you get a win, you build confidence. Carl yeah. Lahren scores, which is important because he hasn't been great so far this year. Yeah. So you can take those little victories. Yeah. Look, I would look at it, right, and just my opinion, and I think for me, even though, you know, the tempo does drop, I'd be screaming on the sidelines going, tempo, 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 tempo. Everything that we do has got to have tempo. So every time we get the ball, move the ball, everybody's moving, go, 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 because they've got to get used to playing at that pace. Because when you when you're playing Belgium, don't think that we're going to be knocking around the park all the time. Mm. <laughs> so what we've got to do is we're going to be the, probably that team that might have to sit back a little bit and think, okay, as soon as we get it, we got to go. My my guess is that that's what the, what the plan is, Jimmy. I think that we're, you know, the big question mark still with this side against top opposition that we haven't really faced outside of, you know, Mexico, U.S., and they were poor, um, is defensively. There's big marks over that. I mean, the, the level, I mean, Vittorio's done very, very well, but he's not young and they need protecting. So to do that, I think we're going to have to be organized defensively and the pace that we have up top, we saw what it did and what it does to teams. It scares the living bejesus out of them. And I think that's where our pace will um, yeah. worry teams, but that'll be a countering attacking type of uh, oh, game. You, you look at that game today. Do you, do you think they got tested defensively? Well, they, they, I mean, at the end of the day, they, they did actually create a couple chances. And if, if they were a little bit more, you know, had more quality, they would have 
they would have tested Canada. And that that's why I think it's a bit of a worry for us still. I think when they chose Qatar or the possibility came up for it to be Qatar, I think they absolutely expected to be tested more defensively than they were. And just, look, I mean, look at the Gold Cup. But as Craig said several times, like this barnstorming tour Qatar has been on the last few years. They've gotten better every time they've come out. They were Asian champions in 2019. Gold Cup semifinalists, they looked good against Costa Rica yeah. and, and Mexico. Honduras. Uh, they did not look like that. Now. No. They didn't look like it at all. Not at no. all. Well, you not wouldn't have thought all. it was the same same no. team whatsoever. And Jimmy, you did you did talk about yelling and talking about pace, but you did hear Herdman yelling throughout that stadium. I didn't hear what he was saying, but was it? Did anybody hear? Was it about pace? Was it about keeping the momentum up? I know, I know a couple of times that he was yelling and like to press and go get it, go get it, like press and get the ball back when Qatar mm-hmm. had it, and you could see they were going in numbers, which was great. Mm-hmm. At what point in that game though do you recognize like shit? We're not going to get out of this anymore, you know? Then. Those first twenty minutes, and realize like hmm, maybe maybe pressing the pace, the tempo isn't the build. Like they should they should get a f- fairer test and a better test against Uruguay. And if Uruguay, oh, fuck, I mean, yes, all yes, it all changes. It from yeah. this day on, it changes. Mm-hmm. The next four games: Uruguay, Belgium, Morocco, and Croatia. Japan's in there, right? Japan's coming up as well. One more. Well, they got Japan as well. Yeah, it was oh, a good test. Them, they just they just beat the U.S. U.S. didn't get a shot on net, by the way. So oh. this, yeah, it's this is. This is but then, but then Uruguay change. lost to Iran today, as well. That's right. So that. Yeah, there's a and there's a lot going on in the world. There's a lot going on in the football world. Did yeah, but you, see- you know what? When you when you look at it as well, guys, I, mean, I think you know now for these qualifiers, or sorry for the qualifiers for these friendlies. The result doesn't really matter. The result does not matter at all. Now it's just a manager looking at his squad, working on certain things. Like maybe, maybe his objective today was okay. We lose the ball. How how quick can we get it back? And let's go in numbers. Right? There's there's definitely got to be some objectives that he has that he's looking for. And then when he plays Uruguay, okay, what's the objective of this? What are we trying to get out of it? If we lose one nil, two nil. Who cares? Doesn't matter. But as long as their objectives are are met of what they wanted to get out of that game. Going into the World Cup, they, they just got to be prepared, right? Yeah. It's not their fault, Qatar, were poor. No, not at all. They did what they had to do. and But Jimmy's kind of answering my point there, that if that you know pushing the tempo and replicating that was the goal, then they should have tried to do that a little longer than it seemed that they did. Mm-hmm. They kind of they started to play to Qatar's, not pace, but like level. Mm-hmm. And they didn't have to push harder. So definitely might- to their pace. Be yeah, definitely to their pace. Yeah, I just want to get this U.S. mentioned in here. So uh, what? I, what was the final score in the end, charms? Uh, Japan halftime. I'll two, give you the- two nil. Was it two nil? Yeah. Two nil Japan. So one nil at halftime. Right. This is the stat: the U.S. lost possession in the defensive half fifty-four times. That means they coughed up the ball one point two times a minute. 54 times in a, in a half? So That's no shots. Japan, Japan must have been pressing. Craig, Craig and I went through this. Craig and I went through this. Eight corners for Japan, two for U.S. No shots on goal for the U.S. the entire game. I think it was 16 shots on goal for Japan, eight, uh, eight hitting the net. I had a lot of conversations about this U.S. team. When I was in Vegas, and I uh, kept saying to you know, people who were interested in the World Cup, not definitely not soccer people, they knew a few names maybe. And I said, This is the best US team on paper, on paper for sure. But I don't think this is the best US team. I think that maybe even in 2002, 
even though they were young mm-hmm. and they, you know, they overachieved. I think that team was probably better. And you look at like how golden poor generation, be? golden generation. How can you say that? Is it is it fool's gold? Two thousand two. We lost. Uh, we lost some penalties in the semis to them, didn't we? In which competition? Gold Cup. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Gold Cup. Yeah. But that yeah. era, what with Donovan and McBride. Yeah. Uh, young, it was young Donovan. Yeah. Demarcus Beasley. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, who's the guy with the Mohawk? Clint Mathis. Yeah. Was Jeff Cunningham on that team? On that team. It's a good question. He didn't get many caps, I thought. He didn't get many, no. No, No, he didn't get many caps. But when I was sitting with Wayne Newton, and he turns to me and says, (laughs) is USA ever going to win the World Cup? I said, no. How long are you going to perform for? I did. I didn't speak with him, but I did see him in concert once. Is he alive still? I thought he died. What's his song? I forget. Years old. Wayne. Dunker Shane. Oh, Dunker Shane. What a career! It was like an hour and a half with someone's grandfather. Mm. That's what it was like. It was there was probably sixty people in this theater, maybe. Um, my wife and I, are the youngest. Oh no, there was there was there was two other couples that looked under forty-five, but everyone else was carrying a social security card. Okay, thousand percent. Does what he like play to the crowd still? Is he just like croon, just sit by? A, he was oh, playing to the crowd, but but what was what surprised us was that he ended up like watching TV with you, like he's telling all these great stories about the sixties and like, and then I remember, let me show you this, and then he plays like the equivalent of a YouTube clip. Someone puts a VCR tape in, and you're watching him and Sammy Davis Jr. or someone else from the '60s that I didn't know. He played. He played for the Queen. So I felt like I, I got 30 minutes of singing. Mm, 30 minutes of talking and then 25 minutes of watching video with him. Okay, quick trivia, quick trivia. What 1986 John Hughes movie did someone sing Don Shane in? Mm, is famous. John Hughes. Isn't he? A, it's comedies, right? John Hughes, right? In a parade in, in Chicago. Star Wars. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Thank you. Chicago, come on, Star Wars. Yeah, it's Ferris Bueller. And he sings uh, Twist and Shout. It's one of the great scenes in uh, cinematography. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> great was kicking the ball against the wall. You know what I didn't remember until he played the clip back was that Wayne Newton was in Ve- National Lampoon's Vegas vacation. Yes, he and was. And he tried to remember he, was, uh, he had yeah. the hots for Clark Griswold's wife. Who yeah. doesn't, though? No matter the actress, because she changes quite a bit. She's always hot. I think his wife was always the same actress. They yeah. all, they only did like three. Well, she three was the same. Was she? Okay. Yeah, same actress. But she Julia like Lewis isn't, isn't the daughter in every movie, is she? No, I think the daughter, daughter changed. Too. You're right. Yeah, right. I never. Christmas I never did watch the one to go to. That's 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 the best one though, isn't it? By a mile. Christmas. I think it depends your age though, because for me, like the my introduction to the brand was the Vegas vacation and this was the same time that they were trying to make vegas a family destination mid-90s so it was definitely a tourism plot yeah euro vacation was disappointing it let itself down him driving the roundabout yeah that's probably the best part of the entire movie (laughs) i watched national lampoons uh, every christmas though like it's a staple in my house i make my my family watch it and i know all the lines and i just piss them off the entire time it's great that's christmas for me Speaking of Vegas, did you guys ever watch Swingers? Yeah, of course. I know, but I went down there a couple of times. <laughs> you swung? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen yeah, like Swingers, at the park. I, I needed another partner, partner otherwise they wouldn't let me in. That was a problem. Mm. <laughs> so Jimmy wore the wig or what? I had nobody to swing. 
You guys remember, you remember watch Swingers? Great I'm movie. I've not seen the movie. And I'm not great talking movie. about his, his kind of Swingers. It's a great movie. Swingers yeah. is a great movie, yeah. With Vince Vaughn? Vince Vaughn, John Favreau. Oh, it's all-time classic. Heather is Graham. This is a young Vince Vaughn. Is this Heather Graham before um, Austin Powers? Yep. Oh, buddy, classic. Mm. You gotta watch. She was it. in uh, Lady yeah. Travis' video, right? Wasn't American Woman? She was. Uh, I don't know. Parading on that truck or something, wasn't she? She was in Boogie Nights, though, as Roller Girl. Yeah, Boogie Nights. Yeah, I remember that Boogie Nights. She was uh, another triumph of cinema. <laughs> yes. Dirk Diggler. Hey, I just Jimmy new outfit. Dirk Diggler for Halloween. This isn't yeah. a great segue, but I just finished watching the Jimmy Savile documentary on uh, oh, Netflix. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, very similar. Yeah. Mm. It's, I mean, I horrific. knew how awful it was, how horrific, but when you just, it's just incredible how, how everyone missed it. The, well, they, they didn't miss the signs. That's the thing. They didn't miss the signs. They the all signs knew. There. He wasn't even hiding it half the time. What a, oh. Did it, yeah. it, it, was it just that it seemed so, I don't want to say egregious, but it seems so unthinkable that the signs didn't seem that obvious. Maybe that. Like, yeah. Oh wow, his yeah, staring uh, you right in the face. Comedy, right? His, you can't see the forest is, for the trees. Yeah, this is a sense <laughs> of humor. Uh, how much Prince Philip did they feature in that documentary? You know what? Actually, Prince Charles a fair amount too. Him and Prince Charles oh, sure. were very close, and Chuck used him as uh, sorry, King Charles, as I now used him as a confidant and an advisor. Ooh. Yeah. Well, Prince Philip and him were supposedly best buds. Oh, I bet they were. Yeah, they, did, they definitely alluded to it. Prince Andrew had a Chuck? special relationship with him, too. <laughs> What's that, Jimmy? You call him Chuck? Yeah. Good old Chucky. King Chuck. <laughs> King Chuck. Uh, uh, to, but, to be honest, though, like to appeal to, you know, the modern day and age, you do need a, a name that's a bit more relatable, right? I think Charles. Chuck, Chuck's a bit more. Charlie. Charlie's you you want to bring in, just like the Premier League, you want to bring in this side of the pond, you got to, like, you start using our names. So Chuck is a is a bit more digestible than Charles III. Yes, it's very pretentious, isn't it? Charles III. Right, he spoke like that and said, my name is Chuck. Yes, Jimmy. <laughs> That's the thing, though, right? With the, those names, like, in the States... I was meeting Travis and Clayton's. Like, you're never going to meet someone that's English. Like, Hello, my name is Travis. Very lovely to meet you. Prince Clayton. <laughs> I just think of my old converse every time I say Chuck's. Yeah, mm. Chuck. How did we get here? Buddy, mm. I would have put my life on it that you had a pair of Chuck's on. That's, how boring, that's how boring the game got, is that we're now talking about <laughs> and Chuck Taylor, yeah. Converse, running shoes. For our audio yeah. audience, uh, JC took off of his Chuck Taylor to show Jimmy. That's what he's reacting to. Yeah, this, I have all six of us. Like, I think we probably all own Chucks at some point in our lives. But I never no have. JC still wears them. You never had a pair of Chucks? Not once. I still no, got no. a pair of Chucks. Love the Chucks. So comfortable. No. Unless you're trying to do sports in them, then they ruin your Very flat. Yeah, yeah there's not sure. We talk about you can play basketball in them. The no. sports shoe that's <laughs> not. <laughs> no, you can stand on a basketball court with them. Yes, you can do an interview on the basketball court with them while uh, holding. You're gonna them. see. Well, you're gonna see a lot during the World Cup because that's Matthew Shinetti's brand, and he is mm -hmm. the uh, he is the sideline reporter for TSN's World Cup coverage. So you'll see a lot of chucks on uh, on shoe nitty is what they call them. He wears the red chucks a lot, doesn't he? With the suits, with Canada, yeah, but he's uh, he's honestly got three hundred pairs. He's got some custom made for big events and a lot of charity ones. It's it's cool that he's made this thing. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm. Maybe get Matt on the show at some point. Actually, he'd be a good guest before Qatar or after Qatar. Get some stories. Yeah, we can do that for sure. Yeah, 
All right. Uh, back to the football game. John Davis scored as well, 22nd goal in 33 internationals. He's going to, at some point, catch up Carl Aaron. And then, he's only, I mean, Christ, he's so young. He's going to score 75 goals for his country over the next uh, decade. Mm. Something around there, I would think. Just well, prolific. Well, if they keep playing against opposition that they do in recent years, yeah. <clears throat> That's one thing when they mentioned Dale Mitchell and Catliff, there's kind of a, you know, you have to remember that uh, those guys never played St. Kitts and Nevis or any of those punch bag teams to rack up their stats. They, their goals were all against good opposition because they never had to play pre-qualifying. We never had to play pre-qualifying either. Still get a couple of goals against Uruguay, one or two against Belgium, Croatia. That certainly improves the credibility of the goal scoring record. That would it? absolutely improve the credibility. <laughs> Yeah, I think as, as well, though, you know, Craig, and I know what you're saying, but the guy does it at the, the top level as well. The guy can score against anybody. He's got five you know uh, this season for Lille. Like, if you look at Catliff and uh, Mitchell, and Mitchell, could they do it at the top level? Um, well, if I'm looking at them as some quality point of view, they were definitely European standard never what got standard, an opportunity though? champions never. league standard or just your oh well I, I doubt that but because yeah. there were a lot of canadians and americans that were you know a good handful that were playing in europe mm-hmm. but not a, a champions league standard right with the exception no. of Stalteri. yeah and there's also champions league and then there's proper champions league proper like mm-hmm. there's teams in the champions league that have there's much better teams in europe that are that yeah. there's teams in there. So. Yeah, like Borean. You're talking about Borean. Like Ludogorets Razgrad. Well, you're saying last week's team. Well, yeah, his old club, Ludogorets, is in that Champions League. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't think they, they would be relegated from the Premier League. Like, Remember, he made his sure. debut for uh, Ludogorets, Borean, and it was against Liverpool in the Champions League at Anfield. Yeah. yeah. That was was that group stage proper? I think it was. I think there was, was one yeah. year they flirted. There, there was a, they may have played the fourth place team. I don't know if it was Arth- Arsenal at the time and mm-hmm. lost. And they had a, a Europa League stint. And that I remember Craig talking about them. That was the that was the Craig's big segment. Europa League Thursday. We got highlights from nine forty five a.m. We didn't show you the game, but we'll <laughs> show you the highlights, Craig. Seven minute pack on talking about oh Canada's Milan Borja. Hey, Re- Red Star were well. They should have actually qualified for Champions League. They uh, Milan actually. Let a really soft goal in from 30 yards, yeah. uh, center a goal, and then they, they ended up losing that tie. And then Maccabi Haifa, I think. I think it was Maccabi Haifa, yeah. Yeah. It was, so was a got, roller coaster. They, it was. It was some game. Uh, so they should have done that. It was too bad for them, but it got dumped in the Euro, Europa League. That's when I used to love and hate Craig because he'd roll in twice a week. Thursday, I'd be working away 12 hour days. This cat comes in, oh, yeah, just doing a little pre production. Next thing I know, he's gone. Hey, see you later, Walker. Like, yeah, but Walker, but it changed though, right? As he got a big, became a big time Charlie and Jerry as well, and I arrived. ETC, um, big time I, Charlie. I, yeah, yeah I, I suddenly became the host on Thursdays because Jerry had no interest in doing Europa League, and that's right. when we bring Jimmy in and Deach and goes Craig. Thing, yeah, I'm not going to do that either. <laughs> no interest towards the end. <laughs> when we used to, when we started up at Sportsnet, or up at the McCallan and 401 in Toronto, and right in the same complex virtually is tsn because mm-hmm. they owned them originally and uh wow what an absolute gong show that was yeah we had some fun up there but I yeah hated- oh yeah and i did my own makeup and you came down once and said oh i 
you look fucking orange. <laughs> yeah, and I did. Well, he did. He walked I, in. <laughs> I just grabbed some makeup and I, I patted myself down. And Wonger came in down. He's like, it was a Saturday morning. I had an early morning shoot. So I walk in. He's coming down from the makeup room. And I go, dude, I, I just saw you on TV. You, you look orange on TV. And uh, he goes, I do? I go, yeah. He goes, well, actually, it's new makeup. And I go, well, I'm just telling you, you look really orange. And then the producer, named to be withheld, about 15 mi minutes later, came and yelled at me and told, don't tell me. Don't tell my talent that their faces look orange. And I go, dude, would you rather me not say anything? And so he's screaming at me. I'm smiling like an asshole because it's funny that everyone looks orange on TV. Yeah, it's like six, the Great Pumpkin. A six foot six Oompa Loompa. Yeah, he was a six foot six Oompa Loompa. He literally was. And then after he, he looked like gritty. Yeah, he goes, I really looked orange. I went, I know. I'm and sorry. We just laughed about it, but. Yeah, uh, I got yelled at. Like, I, B, I, B I remember this uh, more than one occasion back at the score. Budgie, Brian Bubba would roll in, right? And Budgie rolls in like, rah, 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 sweating profusely, right? And big noise, <laughs> big commotion. And back at the time at the score, we had no makeup either. Like, we did our own. And on more than one occasion, he took Adnan, Adnan Verk's makeup, and started <laughs> applying it. <laughs> Budgie, it's the wrong makeup. Ah, it's fine. No one will notice. Like, yeah, they'll, they'll notice. <laughs> yeah, skin tone a little different. <laughs> that was horrible putting all that on, man. I don't oh, know it was itchy. Remember, Remember when HD first, first came in? HD you got your makeup on. I was like, no, I'm all right. I'm good, thank you. HD no, came TV. in, and they they had this special makeup, and it was it was a part of a, it was a compre an air compressor and a gun, yeah. and and in the end, they stopped using it after about six months because there was so much many particles in the air that you're breathing in. It was so unhealthy for you. God knows what yeah. it's caused long term, it's but it felt stuff. awful. It's like plastic, wasn't it? It was mm. like wearing a plastic mask. Is that why they stopped doing it though? For actual health reasons? I just thought they stopped yes. paying for the cartridges. Uh, no, no, it was for health reasons. Wow. Well, that's so, good that they looked into it before they put it on you. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, there'd be like class action lawsuits in about 10 years from now and yeah, lung I mean, cancer just takes over. Place. Former TV people, yeah. My face is melting. My face is melting. <laughs> oh, awful stuff it was. Um, so back to the John David goal. So he scores a goal, then he covers up the Nike sign with his hand on his shirt, which we think, I mean, nothing's been confirmed. We think it's a bit of a protest regarding the whole shirt fiasco, how Canada's not getting new shirts. Uh, 32 teams at the World Cup. Only the only team to not get new shirts, which I'm sure John Herbert actually loves. Because he's going to be uh, pushing this whole, you know, us against the world. We get no respect. We're here as a brotherhood together. Mm. I'm sure he'll work that to the best of his ability. Um, but I, I give, I give uh, David a bit of credit there. Quite honestly, why not? I mean, he's an Addy guy, so it's easy for him to do it. But still, mm. yeah, good exactly. For him. Yeah, if Nike were paying him for his personal sponsorship, uh, he wouldn't have done that. Yeah, that's a good point. But yeah, it's. Uh, I think you're right. I think Herman will absolutely use it. Yeah. Uh, as that but my bet is out of all the countries that have uh qualified for the world cup we're the only country where tv and uh, broadcasters do not pay to play to watch uh to, for the rights for our national teams to be on tv but no one, money but hold on but one soccer did pay though one yeah, soccer okay. did pay for these broadcast rights yes they did and it took a spanish company to do it but I know what you're saying, and I think yeah. part of the reason why the players and this whole collective that's questioning 
these business deals that maybe they weren't aware of before or weren't in, interested in being involved with before is realizing that a lot of these don't match up with these other countries and federations. Like, um, I think the deal with Nike is very unique in comparison to other federations brand deals. So I think that's a huge reason as to why there wasn't a new kit and why there's been kit and delivery issues because it's not the same payment deal that other federations like the US or any of the big ones in Europe have. So Nike doesn't treat it the same way. Nike absolutely does it treat it the same way. They've been they've said they're you're not a tier 1 country. But we're not. And and we're not. Like how many, how many, like there's lots of chatter on social media about, about it, but at what level? I mean, it's not like, you know, you're trending around the world. Like it would be if it was, uh, you know, England or France or by the way, France's uniforms, new ones, the uh, Nike made are beautiful. Um, <laughs> that's, a, that's, the, that's the best kit in the world cup. That, that looks amazing. It? It's, it's, it's a good one. Gray black. It's a diesel black. It looks great. You know, so what, what, great as well. Making it in what, red would be really simple. What mm. what makes what <laughs> makes you a tier one country when it comes to football? When it comes to Nike, it's the number of jerseys that you sell. So it's just jerseys sold. Yeah, and I bet All you will be. But we autumn. wouldn't know though. But we wouldn't know because there's none to buy in the first place. Yeah, mm. we don't like. It's minute compared to other. You know, you know when you're in a relationship with uh, someone, and they treat you like shit. Yeah. No. Well. (laughs) Yes, I also know this. Yes. Oh, we have a romantic relationship or professional? Yes, any relationship, romantic. (laughs) We we all know. Yeah. You are treated. Romantic, I don't know. You are treated as badly as you let them treat you. So, Canadian Soccer Association that you can't demand, this is my Sid Sixero going off, I can't believe that you would sit there and just go, oh, well, this is it. Like, it's great for Herdman. Another chip on the, you know, another chip on the shoulder for Herdman to use, like Sharm said. But start treating yourself like a national association that runs one of the top football up-and-comers in the world and stop sitting back and expecting people to treat you better when you don't fight for yourself. Fight for yourself, stand tall, be proud, and go get another sponsor. Go get, say, look, you guys aren't delivering. Adidas will deliver. You're not going to deliver. This company will deliver. What are you doing? This is a great, this, there's a reason why it's trending on, uh, on social. It's because everyone wanted to support this team. There's enough people who want to support this team and buy an awesome new kit until and they find out it's two hundred fifty dollars, and they're still buy it. They still buy it. <laughs> yeah, but they still. I mean, that's expensive, but they still buy it. I it's just cr- I, it's crazy expensive, and that's that's the they will buy it, but not anywhere near the level of these other countries. Yeah. No, I understand, but, but that's well, what people are pissed off you about. Can't let it? people treat you a certain way, or they just keep doing it. They just slide the contract in front of you. Yep. Thank, they'll be you, like, thanks, Dan, for that rant, and here's the contract. Yep, and I'd say, okay, you guys aren't, uh, you don't get first right of refusal next year. Way to go. They'll say next. thanks. What do you think they would say? Like, ah. They would say, I don't care. And then you say, okay, good. I'm glad I know where I stand with you. Mm. And you so go for, searching for, for a small for, nation. You got a big look. fucking voice. Now shut up. We're Nike. <laughs> <laughs> they might. I know times have changed. Times have changed about it. But after the World Cup in '86, so '88, '89. Uh, 
Canada sold so few jerseys that the best sale was down at Gastown that for uh, tourists to pick up Canadian because they knew football. So they'd sell jerseys down in Gastown in Vancouver, Umbro, because that's the only place they could sell jerseys. Wow. So yeah, let me ask you this: we're in a different position now, but still, we we are we are so third world. I hate using that word, but developing as a country as far as soccer goes, we know we have no support. So let yeah. me ask you this then: so what if uh, you know you, you couldn't get the New Jersey you're pissed off? What if you approached uh, approached Score and said, "Could you make us a nice New Jersey?" Well, then you don't want them because you saw that picture I posted of Azteca. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> Same material, honestly, as a flag, just thicker. And the guys are sweating. Their, oh, just... <laughs> it's like a flag, but thicker. If you get a chance, we well, have to get a chance. Anyone listening to this, check out uh, Craig's Twitter or Fully Prime's Twitter feed, and you, you'll see the picture. <laughs> it's, a, it's a classic. Well, even more classic is your hair, by the way. It's, it's just something really special. Ian Ziring. Ian Ziring, yeah. It, it prompted Steve, a conversation on... It prompted a conversation on on social about nine hundred two one zero and us and who's what character. It's interesting. <laughs> you can go down a rabbit hole pretty quickly there. Thanks, Kerry. Yeah. Hey, Kerry, and by the way, who was I? From one thing about our kit. Um, is... I don't know. Oh, See, we didn't get sure. there. <laughs> Craig, more football. important thing. We've got more important conversations <laughs> here, Craig. I? Shut up. Okay, nine hundred two one zero. I think it's ongoing. Be the conversation right now. It is. Um. <laughs> um Wonga um, demanded to be Andrea or Andrea Zuckerman yeah. <laughs> for reasons that only he knows. Yeah, it's because he wants a vagina. <laughs> well, that's that one, yeah. <laughs> I presume that I'll be Nat from the diner. Um, and apart from that, well, well, we'll have to check it out again. Nat we- was creepy. Nat was Jimmy Savile creepy. <laughs> Hanging out with all those kids. You think there's shenanigans going on yeah, in the kitchen like, after hours? Hey, let's set up Peach Pit after dark. That's right. Let's start a club in my in my cafeteria. Yeah. Hey. (laughs) Hey, Shannon. Yeah. You can work the. You can work the register. Yeah. There you go. Air quotes. The register. (laughs) (laughs) Was Shannon Kelly Kapowski's character? No, Shannon was Shannon Doherty. I'm thinking of her. What was her name? Brenda. 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 Yeah. Brenda and Brandon. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Creepy. My whole life, like I was always mistaken for being a Brandon. You, I think Wonger probably did for a long time as well, to the point where I don't even hear it. But I think I said this before that in Portuguese, Brendan is not a name that goes over very well. They Mm. they tend to drop the last letter in most words. So I I hated being a a kid around Portuguese people because I was Brenda. Hey, Brenda, come over here, Brenda. Brenda is Shannon Doherty on 90210. I'm Brendan. No I can see you being Brandon, and I Would can you see be Jimmy a... being uh, David. You know the dancing David kid? Silver, David yeah. Silver. Yeah, he, he died. Yeah, he died. Martin. Silver for sure. He died. I know. David. But if you look like a David, you do. You know, uh, when Greg Sutton was on, and he kept calling you James, that was weird for me. I was confused. You're Jimmy. You are. You are. Even when people call you Jim Brennan, I find that weird. That sounds like that should be your dad. You are Jimmy. But you weren't Jimmy when you first came over, were you, Jimmy? You were Jim. <laughs> I was Seamus. He was Jimbo. Yeah, but when, when TFC first signed you... We you know you're Seamus, but what's it? Were you not? Was it what? You were known as Jim, not Jimmy, when you first came over to TFC. I don't know. I've been called Jimmy since I was a kid. So I'm sure you were known in the football world. You're right. Outside of your close Jim. Jimmy. And like in football, like they'll put Jim Brennan or sometimes... Yeah. Like, in England, you were definitely Jim Brennan. Your football card, your, your Panini card, 
would come I out got to Jim. Jim, yeah. Seamus as a kid. My mom started that. <laughs> I like Seamus. It's a great it's a strong name. A good name. Good yeah, strong always name. got called Seamus every time the phone rang. Seamus, telephone. I was like, fuck, mom, stop. <laughs> People were like, Seamus. Okay, teach me how to say telephone like your mom. Say it again. Telephone. Telephone. <laughs> Why do you sound French? I don't know. It sounded French. Telephone. I don't know. I don't know. It's Spanish, maybe. <laughs> no, she's not Spanish. I had a no, cat called <laughs> did, hey, did, did I ever tell you this story? Oh, I got to tell you this one. I think I, I might have told you guys, right? Buckle so my, first, my first girlfriend that I that I dated over in, in England, her name was Danielle, okay? And her dad was this big patty from, from Dublin, right? Big, big man, okay? So we we went over and uh, we're at the house. I'm introduced, meeting the whole family. And so I sit down on the couch. Is this in Dublin? Yeah. So I'm sitting down on the couch. We're all having a, everybody's having a conversation. And I hear, hey, Seamus, come here. So I'm like, Jesus Christ, what's this guy want? So I get up. I walk into the kitchen. And he's got his back to me, right? He's like making a tea or something. And the dog comes in. The dog's standing beside me. I'm looking at the dog. dog's looking at me. And I was like, uh, yeah. I said, what's, what's up? He goes, what do you want? I said, what do you mean? You just, you called me. He's like, I didn't call you. I called the dog. The dog's name is James. <laughs> me and the dog are standing side by side like that. I'm looking at him. I'm like, what do you want? <laughs> uh, well trained. Yeah, and then he told me to piss off. He said, get out of my kitchen. All right. No problem. Yeah. <laughs> Leave my daughter alone. Yeah. Yeah. Saw me coming. Freaking hound. Scumbag. Read you. Read you like a book. Oh, got my. Yeah, my card marked early. Yeah. Imagine that. Just imagine, as we you know, we're, we're dads and daughters, like, you know, four of us here. Imagine your, your daughter coming home and saying, hey, I've got a new boyfriend. He's a professional athlete. He's a professional footballer. It'd be like, no chance. Mm. No chance. That I don't care how nice you might seem. I know exactly who you are. <laughs> yeah. I got the, uh, you know, you're pretty nice for a footballer. <laughs> yeah. Don't you think that's unfair, though? You're just blanketing them all the same, Charles? B, B, B. What are we? You, crazy? you, know, you know I'm not. Okay. I got a funny story. <laughs> Before, before I met Elena, uh, that single period, uh, I went on a date with this girl that was very keen to talk about sports, which was alarming for me because it was it's very easy to talk about sports with me, yet it seemed very unorganic the way she kept bringing it up. So we're having a drink and uh, some baseball game's on, and it was some shit afternoon game. She keeps talking about how much she loves baseball. She used to go a lot. She used to go a lot. I'm like, okay, I know where this is going. Take a big drink. Um, how come we don't go to baseball anymore? It's like, well, it's... Uh, I was in a relationship with this guy and it was just, it was just really hard. Like, mm, okay. Take another big drink. Who, uh, who is your ex-boyfriend? <laughs> he played, he's like this famous pitcher for the Cardinals. And I said, when did you date? <laughs> and like, you live in St. Louis. She's like, no, I've only ever lived here. I'm like, and you think you were the girlfriend? You were the here girlfriend. Said, no, it was serious. We dated for like five years. I'm like, no, you were definitely not the only girlfriend. She was insistent that she was, and uh, then asked to go to some fancy place in Yorkville for the next drink, and we didn't go. That was the end of it. Mm, Side drink, paid the bill, and that was it. No, no, she was convinced. Like, but I realized this was the class of like sports people that she wanted to date, also mm. as well. 
but yeah, that that. So were you? Were you in her lineup? Were you in her lineup? No, I didn't get on TV. I was on TV, but I didn't get. No, I didn't get in the lineup. I guess I was in the on deck circle. Okay, I didn't. uh, She dropped down though from the athlete to the broadcaster. I mean, that's you were a little. You were a pinch hitter. Yeah, inning ended. Yeah, it was it was a it was a lockout. I was actually one of those fill in players. It was one of those uh, definitely not replacement, a closer. replacement player. Replacement player. Yeah, definitely not a closer. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, thanks, Craig. <laughs> you definitely didn't that one. No, I didn't. Peanut gallery. No, I tripped over the bat coming up the steps out of the dugout. Boom, boom. <laughs> yeah, yeah you, you have to watch you, out for those ones, hey, Jimmy. What's that? You have to watch out for the girls that like the athletes. Oh yeah, I see. They were a lot of fun, but you didn't want to take them home to the mom and dad. <laughs> no, that wasn't my jam. <laughs> Avoid those ones, eh, Jimmy? No, no, no. no. Sorry, you're not. Man, well, I've seen life. Jimmy in a few Hooters jerseys before. JC, we're gonna have to. <laughs> We're gonna have to find that timing at forty-two twenty-four to see Jimmy's face. And he's making that face so we can put it on the uh, uh, on our Twitter. No, don't. Never seen don't a man wear so many Hooter jerseys, and it will soon be a depressed look in his face because when he realizes that those days are long gone. Mm. There's a Hooters in Toronto. Have you walked by it recently, Charms? We used to walk by a lot because the score yeah, was there. John, John or Duncan, here. right? It's uh, it's John and Adelaide. I think. Adelaide, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know the yeah, owner. Yeah, we used to walk past it. Yeah, right. When, Never. I, I've walked past it recently a couple times, and it's only Americans in there, like distinctly American tourists. I've heard this, actually. Yeah. I got it closed. Isn't it done now? Survive COVID, buddy. Oh. They do a good chicken sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> they, they had one in Nottingham. I know that. that. That's the same owner. The owner, that, John, Jimmy. who owns the one in Toronto, owns the one in Nottingham. Not, no, that one's closed. Thing, yeah. Wong, that you, you are right. That one in Nottingham's closed. And we know this because Jimmy was talking about his fine days there. And someone said, oh, you got to come back and go to this place, mm-hmm. which is the old Hooters. I feel like Jimmy might know where that is. Yeah, that you know what I hate in Hooters? It's the skin-colored tights. Oh, they're so weird. Ugh. They're it's shiny. No skin, no sh- shiny skin-colored. Yeah, exactly. It's weird. It's like it from Westworld. Hey, you know what I wanted to talk about? Were the 15 players who said get rid of the coach in spain women's players mm-hmm. you're basically fired if you're 15 starters or 15 are you you're done right like you have think you guys so. ever seen a, re- a revolt like that uh, unless you're a, unless you're the spanish association who say yeah. nope you haven't got yeah. to say it's up to us and he's yeah. still in the job the spanish federation is handling this very uh <laughs> spanish institution like yeah yeah but now, in, Craig, now, listen, there's been no allegations of impropriety no, or anything as no. far as, at this point anyway, as far as I know. But clearly, he's not a popular dude. No. When 15 players say, nope, not playing for him. Ahead of a World Cup next year. Yeah. in a For a country that's ascended themselves very quickly to, I think, their top five now, Spain. Mm. What do you got to do, though, to make 15 players hate you? Well, you know, one or two I get, but 15 have you been have you been in a locker room that that happened at all jimmy like that yeah new york last year (laughs) (laughs) as a player sorry i should have said as a player charms was wait he was so happy you walked him Uh, good producer 18 york players actually yeah it was 18 (laughs) but i set the record (laughs) yeah we didn't want to tell you jimmy for the record that's not true no 
Have you guys no, Have you been in a room where the, the, the coach is that unpopular? No. No. No mutiny? No. no. Never like that. No, never. We had, we talked about briefly. I mean, we'll bring it up, but we had somebody that was trying to get 15 players on our national team to get a manager fired, but... He didn't get it. He didn't get it. Which uh, manager was that? I think I know, but... Are you trying to pinpoint this, Charms? No. Yeah. Yeah. No, Canadian grin. soccer tales. For the, listen, like we said, when, when the tell-all book comes out, written by Elena Welko, uh, we'll, we'll know about these these hidden stories. Yeah. yeah, the book game is a very fun, lucrative game, guys. We should all get in there. So a little bit of sarcasm, B. The money just rolling in, A, B. I mean, that's why I all that time and effort because I'm spending <laughs> well, it on vacations. Well, Jesus, listeners, like if you haven't bought Dero My Life, then now is the time to buy it. It's before the World Cup. Let's let's learn a little bit about the history of this fine country and its soccer history, okay? And buy the Go damn book. It's a good Indigo. book. It's a great read. Thank you, Wanger. Yes, yeah. it's available at uh, most local Canadian bookstores. They can order it for you if you want to support your independent. I'm all about that. Or you can find it at any major, uh, also in the United States at Barnes and Noble. Hey, B. How'd you do gambling? You said oh, going, you were a cooler. We're going I, back just, to the start. Uh, yeah. yeah. So I walk up to the front with my buddy from New York who uh, wants to make a sports play. It's like two in the morning. He goes, hey, uh, let's let's do something Canadian. I went, uh, okay. The only thing on the board is the CFL, the Elks and the uh, Rough Riders. So Edmonton's mm-hmm. horrible, right? Saskatchewan's seven-point favorites. I'm like, yeah, seven, that's not too sharp a money line. Let's go, uh, let's go Saskatchewan. And he goes, we're taking a total. Well, the total was 50, right? Usually they go over, but the Elks suck. So we went uh, Saskatchewan in the in the under, and uh, it went over, and uh, Edmonton won. <laughs> so. Yeah, but that's one bet. Did yeah, you, you're right. That you, is one bet. The but then I sat at, so it hurt then, so bad. So same guy, and then we sit at, uh, we'll sit at the roulette table, and uh, he's sprinkling all over, like all the numbers. And I just take half the stack and straight on, on black, uh, red, and one of his numbers. Seems good. Green. Again, I take now. I now I split the half of the stack, so I've got half of the half stack. Black again. It's not going to go red again, right? Uh, he wins again on one. Uh, he picked you know one to thirty six. Uh, I lose. It's red. Um, third bet. Now I'm that's the last of the stack. Well, it's got to come black now. Uh, red again. So four bets, four losses. I did win eleven dollars at slots, though. Actually, there's a whole world. JC might be the only one that knows this. Um, because I'd have to introduce TikTok to the rest of you. But on TikTok, JC, there's a whole world of uh, gambling TikTok, like slots TikTok, where they map like slots. You can predict S-L-O-T-S? slots TikTok. Just making sure, because yes. I have yeah. seen the, yeah. okay. the other kind. Seen the, no, that's Instagram, the one you've seen. <laughs> fans only, actually. <laughs> hey, Jimmy <laughs> Brady done. Fans only. That's that. not a site. Only oh, fans. Uh, I don't yeah. have the patience. To <laughs> here's, something, here's something for you guys. If if this whole footy prime doesn't pan out, um, I have like a friend now? named Brian Mifsud, who is Brian Christopher Slots. I don't know if you saw that when you were in Vegas. This guy decided to start filming himself playing slots. This could be the guy. He's a multi, multi, multi-millionaire with a staff of like 20 people. He flies around the world. He has his own slot machines now. He has wings in casinos named after him. Wow. He's been doing this for three years. It's a new thing. Washington it's insane Plus. The it's enormous. There's websites made. out there. Any one time, you can get 50,000 people at any one time watching other people playing slots. But well, there's a reason. That, no, here's, no, no, here's the thing. People send Jesus him Christ. hundreds of dollars to like for him to play. 
if, yeah, but- if somebody wants him to answer like a, a, a hello, whatever, it's a hundred bucks. And people pay this. It's but this wild. is this is not like esports. This is not watching a bunch of Koreans play some fighter game in a stadium. No, no. It's not like that. They're watching and they're interested and they will pay this because they're solving the game. Because all of these slots are computer programmed. Uh-huh. And so that's what you're watching for. So I had someone explain this to me. We're walking around looking like, oh, hit Buffalo Diamond. It's on a it's on a red 38. But what does that mean? Well, you get to that red 40 and it's gonna cash out. And so, I don't know, 27 bucks later, it gets a red 40. Boom. Cash out 30 bucks. So up so three skill. bucks. It is skill. It's not just luck. That's what you're saying, like, right? It is can... skill. If, if you figure it out, it's a skill game. Slots are a skill game. No, that'd be cheating. Like reading, I mean, like reading cards. Essentially, it is, right? It's a, you, you read the TikTok, and mm-hmm. you're, uh, you're just you're waiting to time. And so that, that's why you see people there hiding behind. They look for someone who sat for a long time, right? That old person in the diaper smoking with an oxygen tank, <laughs> and they just keep pulling the lever. <laughs> and then they get sick of it because they've run out of their world. pension check. And then someone slick slides in there, a couple of pulls, boom, cash out. That's that creep that's just peeking around the corner watching, right? That's what I'm saying. So now it's just this is done through the phone now. People well, are paying JC's guy there to learn how to uh, clean up at the casino. So watch it's out, really Atlantic sad. City, footy prime away day. Mm. Uh, League A, Group Three, by the way, right now with a minute left, uh, Germany's down one nil to Hungary, and Italy are up one nil in England. I got money on England and Italy drawing. So fuck you, wow. England. <laughs> I don't think Italy's going to make the World Cup. Just saying. Maybe we could use their shirts. They're great, always great shirts, right? Yes. Just get them, like get like a little sticker over the, yeah. the crest and, and dye red. Craig's yeah. wearing that, uh, the Centennial Canada Blue shirt right now. Canada looks That's a great okay. shirt. You know Blue. what? That's a great shirt, Craig. Yeah. yeah it's, it's a classic. Wanger, comment dit-on Blue. Bleu. Oh, bleu. C'est pas difficile. Bleu. Je ne speak French. I just... Azuri sounds better. If we were Le Bleu, it would sound But Azur is a nice color, too. Right? Mm-hmm. Azur. They're always great shirts. Um, Jimmy's left because he's just sick of us, I guess. Yeah. I understand. He said, how do you, he said about gambling, how do you have the patience? And then he just pinged out on us. <laughs> yeah, because he's now yeah. he's into the North Star Bet Casino. Now he's looking for Red 38 to get to 40 right. on Buffalo Diamond. Right. I think it was a slot. So I think, he, I think he thought you said something else. Yeah, and he's mm. gone to. Uh, he was like, I'm out of here. Yep, yep. He uh, it piqued his fancy. All right, listen. No, I have to go as well. Actually, uh, anyone else want to touch anything else from uh, Canada today or anything? Uh, why was Alistair Johnson the best player performer of the? I just don't. Yeah. I don't get it. What today? Yeah, was he, he was great good. today? Was I he? thought it was pretty good. I thought Richie was good. No, not just saying, because we. Yeah, but Richie came on in the second half. There, right? I know, but I thought he played well. Substitutes but, don't usually win man mm-hmm. of the match. He did last time, though, that he came on and played in, I think it was in Honduras. I don't know why you hate hate Alistair so much. I don't don't hate him. I just didn't find, like, maybe the play was just boring. Was it a boring game? Can I say that? Yeah. Yeah. After the first 20. I think I said it was a shit game, didn't I, off the top of the show? You did. You did. I just, you know, you can say it because you've watched enough football to make a a real valued, have a real valued opinion. I just kind of went, ooh, this is boring me. Like Craig mm-hmm. was texting me and I said, put that up on the internet when he's, when he, like, he basically said, this is putting me to sleep. Well, there's no atmosphere either, right? Because there's yeah, no fans. 1,700 people. Right? Yeah. yeah. And, and it had a stretch, right? That's just Herbert's stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, when I heard the reaction, I thought that too. It's like, how much, uh, like, you know, local families do they bring? Local families. I mean, domestic uh, European based players. Their yeah. families. It's too bad they didn't put the few fans that they had there. At least there was a few. I know some that actually flew over. So put them on the other side or somewhere in the camera to could see them because you didn't really see them until after I saw Fonzie signing autographs on social media. Yeah, you should set it up like a Trump rally. If there's 400 people, <laughs> yeah. you have the 400 people at the back, right? Just yeah. cheering them on. Yeah. Blacks for Trump, you know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> That's right. Put all the black people, the Latinos, the Asians, just group them all together. Yeah. Yeah. And then the rest. <laughs> and the rest. <laughs> well, as crap as it was, it was still a win, and they'll take that. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, a bigger challenge comes up on Tuesday against Uruguay. We'll talk about that, I'm sure, on Sunday's podcast. Uh, but yeah, let's call it a quick show. Um, Prem is not far off, boys. It's just over a week away, and it's back, and you can catch oh. those games in Fubo TV, of course. Actually, a great deal right now, Wonga. Fubo yeah. TV. Have you ever signed price. up just yet? Half price uh, for three months, you basically 10 bucks per month. I mean, yeah, 10 bucks per month. So it's a half price deal uh, until September 30th. So Fubo TV slash Fubo TV.com slash footy prime. There you go. And the speaking of deals, Canada still hasn't got one. The, the players oh. or men still haven't got a deal, but uh, let's hope that that is resolved in the, in the next uh, few days. Hopefully. Throughout office table though, right? Craig at the moment, I believe. That's correct. Yeah, so yeah. we'll see. Let's hope, let's get it all done, signed and sealed, and start being positive and optimistic about the World Cup. But mm-hmm. no, nothing hanging over this team because I don't want to talk. I don't, I don't really ask to go on any more shows to talk about labor strife because mm-hmm. I know. I want, I want the families strife. of these guys to be there too, and they've got that opportunity. So accommodation, as we know, is really difficult. So the deal is done. They're going to get the family members there to watch them, which would be just absolutely fantastic. However, if we end up going there, Craig, uh, we are more than willing to rent a room out. Or a rent a floor, a mattress on the floor at an extortion right. amount of money. Yeah. It, it was 60 grand for the tournament, but it's, uh, I'm not sure that's much more than a closet. <laughs> We're going to find out, hopefully. All right. Uh, that's it, boys and girls. Hope you enjoyed that. Footy Prime for this Friday. Welcome back, B. We'll see you and talk to you on Sunday. Cheers for listening and keep on buying newspapers. Join the conversation on Twitter at footy underscore prime and on Instagram at footy prime IG. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.